There is this common misconception that the process of creating requires you to have a muse of some sort or you must wait for inspiration to strike to get the work done. Nothing can be further from the truth, but don't take my word for it. Hi, my name's Lina and today we'll talk about five lessons I learned from some of my favorite authors on how to handle a creative project when you feel utterly uninspired. Welcome to the Multipassionate Compassionate Podcast with me, Lina Chervenkova. You're listening to episode 9. If you've ever attempted to create something from scratch, be it to write a book, design a brand, create an online course, or even just knit a sweater, you already know how hard the process of creating something new is. You probably started full of ideas and hope, you got everything planned, started doing the work and soon after realized how much more work needs to be done, how ill-prepared you are for the journey ahead and how dull your idea really is. Now, first let me say this is all probably not true and second, I think every person under the sun who has ever tried to create something out of nothing reaches this wall at some point during their creative process. And the ones who go on and go over it, through it or around it are the ones whose accomplishments we celebrate today. The common myth here is that when you reach this imaginary wall, you run out of creative juice. You then believe that you need something external to come and infuse some new ideas into you so you can have a breakthrough, so you can finally be able to create your masterpiece. At least this is what the movies always show. Well, this is not how things work in real life. Inspiration will give you the initial idea, but only discipline, consistency and grit, you know, also known as hard work, will turn your idea into a reality. To prove this point, I call upon the wisdom of four of my favorite authors, J.K. Rowling, Stephen King, Neil Gaiman and Isaac Asimov. All four authors love their craft and talk about their creative process in general terms. So here we go. Lesson number one, embrace solitude. This lesson comes mainly from J.K. Rowling. She said, uh, quote, develop a fondness for solitude if you can, because writing is one of the loneliest professions in the world, end quote, J.K. Rowling. I think this could be said for almost all creative endeavors out there. You've had your genius idea and then what? To make it a reality, you need to close the door, put on your working hat and spend hours, days, weeks, month after month, sometimes even years alone, grinding, working and absolutely loving it. So embrace solitude and get to work. Lesson number two, embrace boredom. This one comes from Mr. Stephen King and Mr. Neil Gaiman. In his book on writing a memoir of the craft, Stephen King talks about isolating yourself from the world so you can create something new. Here's the exact quote. Quote, the door closes the rest of the world out. It also serves to close you in and keep you focused on the job at hand. If possible, there should be no telephone in your writing room. Certainly no TV or video games for you to fool around with. 
If there is a window, draw the curtains or pull down the shade unless it looks out at a blank wall. For any writer, but for the beginning writer in particular, it's wise to eliminate every possible distraction. If you continue to write, you will begin to filter out these distractions naturally, but at the start, it's best to try and take care of them before you write. End quote, Stephen King. Mr. Neil Gaiman also has an interesting approach towards the creative process that might even be a useful tool against procrastination. He says, quote, If you're only going to write when you're inspired, you might be fairly decent poet, but you'll never be a novelist because you're going to have to make your word count today and those words aren't going to wait for you, whether you're inspired or not. So you have to write when you're not inspired and the weird thing is that six months later or a year later you're going to look back and you're not going to remember which scenes you wrote when you were inspired and which scenes you wrote because they had to be written. End quote. Neil Gaiman. So what Mr. Neil Gaiman did is, inspired or not, he sat down to write following one simple rule. He either writes or he does nothing. And I mean nothing. And when you sit down with your project in front of you, knowing that you have an hour and you're not allowed to do anything else, sooner or later you'll give in and get to work. Good or bad, you'll get it going. You can test these two lessons for yourself right now. Pick a task, let's say you want to write one blog post today. Pick a topic and set your timer to one hour. You're alone, you have your task, you have your time, you can just sit in front of your laptop doing nothing for an hour or you can write, good or bad, just do it. Lesson number three, remove or reduce the pressure. This one comes from Isaac Asimov. He says that if your livelihood depends solely on your creative project, you'll be playing it safe. This idea took me by surprise, but the more I think about it, the more I agree with it. Until you are an established author, designer, coach or a knitter, to use my previous examples, make sure you have an income that pays the bills from something other than your creative endeavor. This will give you the freedom to experiment and enjoy the work, which is essential for great results. Rushing a job to get paid is never a good way to stimulate your creative juices. Once you've made your name with the quality and amazingness of your work, and once you're more or less sure of your creative process, go ahead and make your creative passion your main source of income, but not a minute sooner. Lesson number four, trust yourself. This one comes from Mr. Stephen King again. Where do you think your ideas come from? I believe there are unique connections of neurons you make in your brain based on your knowledge, life experience, situation in life, background, upbringing and a thousand other factors. No one can see the world the way you do and no one can make the exact same connections and have the exact same idea. You need to trust yourself and have faith in this idea. Let it flow out of you in the process of your work. Stephen King sees it in a slightly more religious way. He says you need to believe that you are just the messenger or the tool of God and you're here to give life to something that has never been before. Whatever you believe, you need to trust that force and trust yourself to go through the whole process of creation one step at a time. Lesson number five, batch your work and guard your creative time ferociously. This one comes from Miss J.K. Rowling again. 
If you schedule everything like me and you write down, I'll be creative from 3 to 5 tomorrow afternoon, how well do you think this will work? It might work if you've trained yourself, but if this is your first creative project rodeo, but your time and take an afternoon, a whole day or even a whole week to dive deep, create a process and get into a flow. Once you have a process, you can either schedule further batch days or come back daily to hone your skills. I've talked about honing versus batching a while back. Just go to the notes of today's episode and you'll find the link to the article. My conclusion from all five lessons, creativity or the process of creating something out of nothing has more to do with discipline than inspiration. So set up your creative space, shut the door, get bored and do the work. You can repeat this process every day and you'll never have to wait for the muse to strike again. You'll be the master of your own creativity. And this is it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and have a glorious day. I'll talk to you next week.